0: When God was queer...
1: you when God was queer. I'm your host, Curtis St. Clair, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts.
2: I'm Vince <laughs>
0: <laughs> What? I'm Daphne Malfitano. I didn't prepare a cartoon voice. Fuck. Wake
1: me up. Oh <laughs> I can't wake up. Bubble. Save me! Sora! Oh my god. You are a fucking agent of chaos. Yep. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright. Well, hi, everybody. It's our M4 episode, and it wouldn't be uh, an M4 episode if it wasn't short. So we're just going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's you know what you're here for um so uh i am gonna talk to you guys with one story in mind today and we'll explore it and examine it and you know check its temperature um and go from there i literally don't Um, even know who we're doing
0: like no i have completely forgotten everything oh so this week is
1: hestia (laughs) <laughs>
0: Great!
1: Oh, it's that yeah. lady. It's yeah. That lady. So <laughs> <laughs> we all forgot. It's the host lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know why I want to talk to you guys about how much I can't get enough of Kim Petras, but like, I'm just seriously. <laughs> have you guys not heard her horror album? I have no idea what that is. Um, uh, Kim Kim Petras is like the new like she's like that pop bitch. And she's also goes by the moniker, the world's youngest transsexual. I've seen that before. She's wild. Like she's, and she's this. she's a part of this, like, I feel like I'm talking about like X-Men evolution. She's like, (laughs) she's like this new generation of trans people who like started transitioning when they, like before they even hit puberty. So they're like a whole new, like brave new world that we don't know about as like older trans people. We will never know. And she's she's gorgeous, and she's honestly a fucking killer vocalist. And she has this album from, like, 2019 called Turn Off the Light, and I cannot stop listening to it. And literally, like, the album cover is black, and it's just got, like, her arm, like, this with really long nails, but then you realize it's severed. And oh. The, yeah, it's so – it's just horror-themed. She has Elvira on one of her tracks.
2: What? This is kind of – I'm looking at it. She has her own, like, imprint. Mm-hmm. Which is which is really
1: cool. Yeah, I don't. I kind of get the impression that her parents are super wealthy. I and mean, yeah. Maybe hopefully. that's how some of this happened. But the music is still good. And let me say something right now. That fucking th- this album will blow your ass out. It is so good. So yeah, I don't know why I wanted to talk about that. But you know, queers, <laughs> if you're out there and you need like a good horror themed synth pop with a lot of like driving industrial beats, cunty soundtrack for sitting in your house it's it's cute you could do watering plants yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. so for today's <laughs> m episode we're mm-hmm. going to talk about my favorite roman emperor caligula no <laughs> close second but uh, also nero's a wild ride too so it's kind yeah. like, well, of like who ones, wins yeah. out <laughs> Everyone
2: after the Pax Romana is really kind of out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're definitely post Pax Romana in this one. Yeah, okay, we're, great. we're talking about like 200 AD. So, it's oh. towards the end. <laughs> and so, uh, this person's birth name was probably Varius Avitus Bassianus. But when he became emperor, his name, uh, the name that he took was Emperor Marcus Aurelius Antoninus Augustus. But in history, Oof. we all know him as Elagabalus. <laughs> Elagabalus? And, mm-hmm, Elagabalus ruled the empire for only four years from 218 to 222 AD, <laughs> all while still a teenager. Oh. Oh, well, that's kind of sick, actually. Never yeah, been. I so, was, I was,
2: I was definitely on the judgy side, but now I'm kind of like, this guy's kind of. I wouldn't want
1: to rule
0: anything if I had to make decisions for like a nation when I was a teenager. I would only also be in office for like a year or less.
2: But that's sick, though. But, you'd have, but see, you have now you see
1: emperor. the dread in that. But if you were 14 and they were like, "You're in charge," you'd be well, like, "I have some, <gasps> idea. I have some ideas." Well, I was. Yeah, I mean, I was. What do you mean? Everything. I wasn't the emperor of the world when I was 14? Of
0: course I was. <laughs>
1: I don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) So Elagabalus it is said that he came from a prominent Arabic family and was Syrian in origin where he served in his early youth as the head priest of the sun god Elagabal. Elagabal is the name of the god and so in a romanized version everybody just kind of called him Elagabalus after his god. When his cousin the emperor Caracalla died Their grandmother coordinated an army revolt against his successor in order to attain the throne for Elagabalus. He ruled from age 14 to 18, and in that short period caused an upheaval in the Roman statehood, religion, and society unlike any that had ever been known before. (laughs) Yeah, teenagers. Well, fuck your shit up. He is infamous for his wild eccentricities, extreme decadence, religious zealotry, and sexual promiscuity, if not outright lewdness and lasciviousness. Even early modern historians have said of him, quote, he abandoned himself to the grossest of pleasures with ungoverned fury, leading an unspeakably disgusting life. Oh,
0: that's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what did this kid do that was so awful? Let's dive in. And for full context, I'm going to use they-them from this point on to refer to Elagabalus. You'll see why. Elagabalus immediately attempted to merge the Roman and Syrian religions by placing their patron god, Elagabal, a sun god who was merged with Saul and Saul Invictus, above even Jupiter, shocking Uh all of Rome. He attempted to soften the blow by having the god be married with... Uh, married to Minerva, Urania, or Astarte. Uh, Astarte is a Syrian goddess that was already recognized in yeah. Rome because she was syncretized with Venus. Mm-hmm. It's thought that Minerva, Urania, and Astarte were sort of fused into this new supreme goddess that was fit for Elagabal's wife. Okay, this even went so far as to replace the Capitoline Triad, who I've told you about a million oh. times. So it went from Jupiter, Juno, and Minerva to Elagabal, Urania, and Athena.
2: Okay, so here's here's the thing that I like about sun gods in their cults versus, like, sky gods in their cults, <laughs> is that sun gods are always like, okay, but, like, I I know what y'all are talking about, but, like, the sun. Right, <laughs> like, right! Sky gods will, are I don't... I just feel like the sun gods are always just like, okay, that's cool, but like, I'm the sun. (laughs) Right, absolutely. The
0: sun kind of of trumps everything at a certain point. It's the sun. Yeah, it's It's like, like, y'all can keep the rest of that shit. I just
2: gotta be up here because I'm the fucking sun. Right,
0: absolutely. Everyone that
2: follows them is like, yeah, no.
0: Well, clearly, the sun. Hello. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's my dad, so like, you heard him. (laughs) Right, right, right. Oh, you think what you're doing is like super interesting because you're the ocean god? Cool. Now you Sun. can't see what you're now doing. Now you can't see so. here hey. yeah.
2: Right up here, buddy.
1: Yeah. Oh, she I'm going to move away a couple inches from your planet, and now your oceans are frozen. Did you want Did you want me to come back? Is that... but, I, but I'm probably not the main guy, right? I'm not the right, main right. guy. Right, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. I didn't yeah. say that I was the main guy. Look, no. my my fans are really passionate, <laughs> and I I don't condone any kind of violence. Um, but I get why they're so passionate. Pillaging because or marauding.
0: Not frozen.
2: But
1: have you seen this? See. Like, I can
0: see things. Yeah. I also
2: love, I don't condone violence, but I will have some children specifically built to absolutely <laughs> decimate That's the most city.
1: of what they do. <laughs> right, right. So, Elagabalus, being 100% hopped up on that sun juice, yeah. declared, <laughs> <laughs> declared their piety to the sun god by being publicly circumcised or castrated, we don't know. Oh. And then swearing off pork in any form. Oh. Not just for them, for, like, everybody. They then had a magnificent shrine built and dedicated it to their god, and it was built on the east side of the Palatine Hill, and at the center of it was a black conical meteorite called a batalus, which was meant to be, like, the god itself.
2: Oh, that's sick as
1: fuck. Okay. They then forced the entire Senate to watch as they danced around this altar to the sound of cymbals and drums. That's is, this sick is real. As
0: fuck. This is amazing.
1: No, this is a hundred percent real.
0: I know. I'm so excited that it's real. I want this is
1: like <laughs> this is dreamy. Each summer solstice, they would have a major festival in honor of their god, and these became increasingly popular with the public, as food was mass distributed to the public during the festivities. Yes,
2: yeah, nice. Got to
1: praise the sun. Yeah. A major highlight of the celebration occurred when the black stone was placed on a chariot and adorned oh. with gold and jewels and then paraded through the city Hell yeah Herodian who was a contemporary historian of the time writes quote a six horse chariot carried the divinity the horses huge and flawlessly white with expensive gold fittings and rich ornaments no one held the reins and no one rode in the chariot the vehicle was escorted as if the god himself were the charioteer oh my god elagabalus ran backward in front of the chariot facing the god and holding the horse's reins he made the whole journey in this reverse fashion only looking up into the face of his beloved god that's holy
0: shit
1: Now, all of this, honestly, probably would have been fine. Rome had been through worse, and so, you know, it would have been okay. But then Alagabalus ordered that all of Rome's sacred relics were to be transferred to the temple of his god, including Mm. the Palladium, which is we're going to talk about in our main episode is the most sacred statue of Athena. It's the wooden statue that Cassandra and then Ajax, the lesser clung to. Oh yeah. The emblem of the great mother, the actual fire of Vesta and the shields of the Sally. <laughs> We're all to just be like, gather them up and but bring them over. The like yeah. they've been where they are for a thousand years, but you know what? <laughs> it's fine. We're just going to move them. Now, They went even further. Their mother and grandmother became the first women ever allowed in the Senate, both receiving formal senatorial titles, and they were even then stamped on a huge amount of coins, and their names were found in inscriptions. This was all quite rare for any woman beyond just the emperor's wife. The only woman you would see on anything was the emperor's wife. Elagabalus demanded to be referred to with feminine language and feminine pronouns and made some of history's very first documented attempts at gender reassignment surgery. Wow. That's... Literally almost emptying Rome's coffers for, to any doctor that could promise that they could basically give him a vagina. Wow. Yeah.
0: Was every, What was the reaction? I mean, like, obviously the public is like at this point getting suspicious or getting uh, unsure this, about this. This person only leader? ruled
1: for four years. Yeah. So I, it seems the like disapproval maybe. kind of, I think immediately started mounting so it to and ramp then, up. Yeah. And then, you know, like I think it was just kind of all this shit happening at once. Cause that wasn't all of it for a night on the town. Elagabalus would paint their eyes, shave their entire body, toss on a wig, and then head down to the red light district where they would turn tricks for the entire night. And then it's even said that they got into some serious, like, knockdown dragouts with the other working girls because apparently what? they were always running their mouth about how many clients they'd already taken that night. Oh my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. And then they literally <laughs> sold publicly a... "Quote unquote night with the emperor to the highest bidder."
0: That is fucking like the best power move.
1: I, I this is the greatest thing. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's funny to me because I'm like laying this on you guys. You're like, whoa, and I'm like, this this is a lot. And I'm like, uh huh, yeah. That's we're not even halfway done. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most shocking actions carried out by the young emperor was their marriage to four different women in their short time, one twice, and <laughs> one of them was a Vestal Virgin. Oh. <laughs> claiming that marrying her meant that they could produce quote-unquote godlike children.
0: Well, I'm not sure that's how that s- works, but yeah.
2: Well, no, I could see I could see why that would be the course of...
1: Yeah of course as we'll discuss in our main episode this marriage to a vestal was a flagrant offense against the empire the state common decency probably and, the
2: ground yeah, at that point and like, the <laughs> goddess, which was seen as yeah. threatening
1: the sovereignty and the health of rome itself to everybody who witnessed it not only did they marry four different women they had innumerable male consorts just like running around the palace naked <laughs> Slaves, Red. charioteers, soldiers, nobility—everyone's. It's just a revolving door. There's just naked men everywhere, and they are just basically walking around taking their peck and just fucking. They do not go into town. Fuck. Yeah.
2: No. This sounds like Dionysus, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> now, to hear Elagabalus tell it, they were married to their charioteer, who was named Heracles and was a former slave, and who they attempted to have renamed. Caesar. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Like, officially in the Senate. That's so... Amazing. There's a lot there. Now, this was before they met Zodacus, an athlete from Smyrna, who they married in a public ceremony in Rome before the whole (laughs) empire. And then they appointed him, quote, master of the chamber You can just guess Uh, what that meant because that wasn't a thing. (laughs) It was at the celebration feast of their wedding that Elagabalus had quote a mass of violets and other flowers dropped from the ceiling onto the nobility, smothering the attendees and killing almost all of them.
0: Oh my! What death by flower drop? Mm Mm-hmm. What? Mm Mm-hmm. This is like just
2: like a sheer amount of them.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you think they overestimated or was that the intended
1: apparently they were laughing the entire time so maybe intended
2: or
0: a a hilarious accident
1: (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) as thrilling as this uh run as emperor went it was not to last By their fourth year in power (laughs) No Everyone's (laughs) gonna be dead soon (laughs) Yeah By their fourth year in power at the age of 18 Their grandmother who had arranged for them To take the throne in the first place Arranged their assassination Yeah And they along with their mother was beheaded And thrown into the Tiber River After their death there was a Very strident attempt By the ancient Romans To erase this person from history using a practice that they had called Demnatio Memoriae.
0: I mean I can understand they were probably a bit embarrassed about all of this.
2: That is so sick. Um I just, like, that, like, who, there's, something else had to be involved there. Because, like, <laughs> like, like that sheer amount of just destabilization. How could you not think you were the sun at that point? Yeah. Everyone's I mean, calling you the name of your god. Yeah. And you could do whatever the fuck you want, and you keep getting away with it? Yeah. It must have been a
0: wild few years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... Imagine being born, like, the year before that takes place, and, like, your childhood is that.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Also,
0: you can, like, totally see in the cinematic way, you can totally see the, like, sort of elders and, like, what, you know, everyone, like, getting more and more uncomfortable, like, rapidly. Like, at, yeah. these, at these, like, public, like, at their marriage and on all these public things, you can feel the, like, te- this is, like, some Game of Thrones shit where, like, nobody there agrees with what's going It's like It's, like, a matter of time before this person is, like, overthrown or, or assassinated, like, there's no way you can't get you can't get away with that being that fucking awesome,
1: like just, you're not allowed to be that be that eccentric. That's no, just, and that's really what it unacceptable. is. Unacceptable. We're being honest. Like, yeah. it's, it's definitely that.
0: You're having far
1: too much fun. No, it's it's just wild. So what do we think about Elagabalus?
2: I will be researching that later so I could read that Hashtag so many more times. Hashtag goals. I think. Yeah just oh so good i every every part i was just like oh that's even that might be cooler than the last thing that i just heard <laughs> like death by flowers is i also just think, to have that sheer amount to like crush people under
0: i think like only a teenager would have the gall to do some of this which is what's really cool <laughs> like as an adult even if you wanted to it would like take years and years to build up to that level of like sheer I don't know just I'm like just do it. confidence <laughs> and like yeah. and just doesn't don't give a fuck about it what anyone thinks but like a teenager will do that like immediately because they don't know
1: no not at all I, I also kind of think so much of what happens really to me first of all sheds an entire new light on sun gods because yeah. mm-hmm. our concept of sun gods is, is irrevocably judeo-christian and so you just sort of think, well, yeah, okay, this kid who's, like, a devotee and a religious zealot for the sun god is just going to be, like, some shitty, like, English king who starts a crusade or Joffrey from fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, This guy horrible. is so not
0: Joffrey. This is so not, not Joffrey. No,
1: not at all. And then also having the whole thing of just, like, and she's coming into her prime and is like, all right, we, you know, we're Rome and we've got all these doctors. Who can fucking yeah. give me a full... Like, transition, I'll give you all the money that Rome has to offer and all these, like, doctors lining up promising that they can do it. Like, there's just, oh, there's so many parts to it that I think are just so epic and so fucking cool. And it's really hard to um, overstate, like, the level of impact that they had to the point that I believe there's, like, a pretty old-school word in Spanish... That is uh, It's like Elio Gabal Or something like that And it's based off of their name Mm. And it means glutton That's sick Or like gluttony And so I'll have to look that part up But as I was doing the research I saw that and I was like Holy shit Like that's (laughs) like That's a long lasting influence right there
2: Yeah It's like the Vandals Like I want to To be so just impactful That the people have to remember your name Because you become a verb Like that's sick
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
2: <laughs> also the part where there's just like naked people just around everywhere. and that they might not even be there to experience the naked people. They just want them around because they're off like on in the red light district hilarious it's an
0: aesthetic i feel like i like that it's so it might be a bit like their their intentions and their choices might be a bit deranged but like overall but <laughs> but at least but at least they do feel very self assured it's like they they know what they want what they want some of it is very odd and questionable and some of it's probably reasonable but it's kind of all over the map but it is definitely like what they want there's nothing they're like cocky enough to just like they know what they want and they are going to request it and then eventually get killed
2: the Vestal version thing is probably maybe the wildest part though
1: that's like that's like so
2: wildly out of pocket
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah i don't know that you can i don't know that you can get beyond that In terms of like sacrosanct actions, where you've just basically declared war on Rome.
2: Yeah. As the
1: emperor, you basically just said like, "Come at me, bro." Literally, nothing is fucking sacred.
2: I don't give a fuck about none of that. (laughs) Not not at all. (laughs) Like none of it whatsoever. So,
1: what year was this? So this was from uh, 218
0: to 222 AD. Wow. So I was gonna say it's not that long ago, but like it's a long time ago. But it's still. Not so long ago that we shouldn't have even... Know. We know a lot of
1: shit that happened before this. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely one of the more... It's funny because, like, it's during that time... Like, the fact that, that Elagabalus was, like, assassinated was so par for the course... Yeah, because yeah. basically the guy who they replaced was assassinated and then the person who took after them I think was yeah, like assassinated like assassinating everyone. it was yeah, such revolving a revolving door of emperors that it really didn't yeah. even matter so it wasn't even necessarily it, it was funny because it's almost like the all of Rome kind of just went this one's a dud get rid of him this one's a dud get rid of them. This one's, dud, rid of them. <laughs> this one's an interesting dud but get rid of it you know like there really wasn't like necessarily you specifically horrible the Demnatio memoriae thing where it's like you know we're trying to basically like remove your memory from the face of the earth um (laughs) you know they tried i guess it didn't work because we know (laughs) about them so yeah i don't know it's it's just wild when you think about you know like i don't know what you guys thought was going to happen putting a 14 14 year old kid yeah as the emperor like but here you go. Also, Here, this is with...
0: clearly not an average 14-year-old kid. This is a 14-year-old kid with, with ideas.
1: Like, yeah, they, they had to know ideas. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: they had to know that before they yes, got there. That's, like... that's
1: why I relate so much to this story. So, like, this would have been me. <laughs> oh 100%, yeah, 100%, <laughs> because I was precocious in a dangerous way. Yeah, you're like, Where, you're giving <laughs> me power? Oh, yes. uh, like, you have
0: no idea the shit that I already have in my mind. Oh, like, by device. 14,
1: I already could give you a, 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 like, a dissertation on what was Wrong with the world and all the ways I would fix it. Ad had a chip on my shoulder a mile fucking wide. So, yeah, no, then you, you're like, yeah, hey, you rule the known world. What do you want to do first? Like, forget, yeah, kill a whole bunch of ugly rich people with flowers. Yes, that's yes, what I want to do. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yes.
2: <laughs> of
1: course, that's what I want to do. Let's down to the death. next thing. The so... chariot part is sick, too. Oh my, like, God. Just... <laughs> oh my
2: God. The way they put Have themselves in. that
0: like walking backwards, yeah. Like staring up at it, it's such a like. I love that they're such a performer too. Oh, for sure. Sh- yeah. yes. Watch
2: me
1: dance. <laughs> like. Yes.
2: Utter commitment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Full commitment. In the to throes it. of oh, absolute commitment. I
1: don't know that this is even sticking to the bit this, yeah, this is you are bit. the bit and you have yeah, no. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you are the bit living and breathing.
0: <laughs> that is the best way to be. That's the best thing. You might only make it four years doing that, but they're they're a really <laughs> they're fucking awesome for awesome. yeah. four
1: years. So worth it. Well, listen, if, if you think about it. We just recently went through a really fucking awful, disruptive upheaval. Four years. Four years. Oh. Yeah. And I, I would have preferred this. I oh, I yeah. really oh, yeah, would have sure. loved it if this <laughs> is what we did. So you know, like that. That sometimes I guess it can be good to completely rock an empire's shit and threaten its existence for four years.
2: I would say historically evidence would prove that it's usually a good idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's usually called for. Yeah. Well,
1: it's you know, we're going to talk about it in our main episode, but the sort of the eternal discussion of like what caused the fall of Rome? Was it mm. christianization? And I'm like, "Well, they were christian for like a decade and then Rome got sacked." Yeah. And they weren't for a thousand years and they were fine. And this shit happened, and they didn't lose any wars. Like, so maybe oh, they so- did bet on the wrong horse in the end, and, like, that's what caused <laughs> all the destruction. Because, honestly, if this didn't end the Empire, I don't know what possibly could have. Right. Like,
2: <laughs> I like the idea of it being a combination of because of them adopting Christianity, and then, you know, with the Diet of Worms and stuff like that, having to, like kind of make up some of it mm-hmm. that they just kind of triple fuck themselves by like fucking with, you know, God from the Judeo Christian side, um, pissing off their own home gods right. for being asked like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then also as they push North into the Nordic gods and fucking with them. Right. So it's like, you've just pissed off three really, oh, God, <laughs> like, yeah. really yeah. intensely yes, vengeful sets of gods.
1: Yes. Um, yes.
2: So it's like, you know, and that's and that's not even talking about like Persia and like. <laughs>
1: like oh I'll yeah, what could have gone on there for sure? Yeah, it's yeah, because like... at that point they were still polytheistic, so yeah. there was a lot of vengeful desert gods that were out for blood for <laughs> yeah, sure. He's... It wasn't even just Allah. There was like Allah's three wives. Like yeah. they were not fucking around. Like those three goddesses were gonna level shit too. Like yeah, absolutely. We're gonna mm-hmm. actually talk about them in our um, Aphrodite episode. Oh cool. Cool. Because mm-hmm. they were Venusian goddesses. Oh. Yeah, they were sort of on that, that continuum along with the Starte and quite a few other ones. Asherah, Outer Goddess, like there's a whole thing we're gonna go on with the journey of here's basically from the fertile crescent all the way up to Rome, all of the goddesses that were tied to the planet Venus and what yeah. they had in common and where they differed.
2: I will say, like my, my perception of Venus has changed so significantly over like the last like year or so. Um, cause I think it's all like, just like the common thing of it is just not, I don't know. It's like, it's not really associated with power, I guess. No, obviously. Cause it's like feminine associated as well, but like,
1: not just that. I mean, and this is something we're going to talk about in that episode in depth, but really you have to understand our whole view of Aphrodite and Venus and sort of that goddess archetype went through that. the sort of Abrahamic slaughterhouse, right? and then
2: the renaissance then the renaissance where (laughs) it
1: was like oh bring it all back but make it completely two-dimensional and just pretty right Mm -hmm. and so if you find yourself thinking like well i mean she's just a love goddess and there's not really a lot there or like well i guess she's not very strong but like she's love i don't know like that's where you got that idea from Mm -hmm. it's intrinsic in western media for hundreds of years that, oh, this is just, like, a two-dimensional allegory or archetype, you know, of beauty, and, like, yeah. that's it. And so, you know, I'm gonna have a fucking rip-roaring time during that episode talking to you guys about all of Aphrodite and Venus's wild epithets that, yeah. like, people have no idea <laughs> no, about, well, like,
0: yeah,
1: mm-mm, no, the bearded Venus, the bald Venus, the, the Venus that is associated with uh, female souls trapped in male bodies. Oh. Um, there's all these different ones, like, that you're like, wait a minute, what? Like, why did nobody ever tell me about this? And it's like, uh there's some reasons, you know. Yeah. So, so cool. yeah, so that's elagabalus, man. Like, it's it's a it's uh you know here for a good time, not for a long <laughs> not for a long time, time. yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, a great time though, yeah, extraordinary time, really
1: yeah, great time. That literally no one will ever forget, even after an active campaign to, even they to from yeah. history. it's too fucking wild. There oh. was actually a statue of Elagabalus in the form of Hercules that they had to re-carve the face into the emperor who came after them to try, like, as part of that program to try and blot them out. Hilarious. Isn't that not wild?
0: Yep. That's, All right, they, cool. They made an
1: impression so all right well thanks so much everybody for joining us for another m4 episode. we hope that you had as good a time as we did if you want to check us out on social media you can find us at when god was queer on uh instagram and tiktok we're gonna try and start posting on tiktok again but the instagram is active and you can also shoot us an email or leave us a voice message if you have suggestions for upcoming episodes if you are If you have questions about upcoming deities who we haven't talked about yet, like maybe Aphrodite, you can shoot us an email to uh, whengodwasqueer at gmail.com or you can leave us a voice message. And if it's rad enough, we'll include it in the episode at anchor.fm slash whengodwasqueer. And we really actually do want to hear from you guys if you haven't noticed, because like, We've only had one person ever reach out. I'm like, we see the numbers. People are listening to the show, and we're really excited about that. So, like, talk to us. Say hi.
2: <laughs> yeah, ask us our favorite uh, color or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, we'll
2: mean, figure out a way to spin it. Just to...
1: <laughs> just don't don't approach us unless the first thing out of your mouth is which team you're on. And then we'll let you know, like, whether or not it's safe to approach. Very important. Yeah, sure. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, yeah, otherwise, <laughs> listen, have the day you deserve, and we will <laughs> see you in the next one. We'll and see you later. It's, it's time for our Cacophony of Queerness, so from all of us here at When God Was Queer to wherever you are, be gay, do crime, the God gods so are always, always watching. Always watching. Ah.
0: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>